Will you spend another summer working on your yard for your spouse, kids, and guests? Or would you rather spend the summer with your spouse, playing with the kids, and relaxing with guests? Hire Blue Duck Lawn Care to get the super healthy lawn you love and neighbors will envy. Blue Duck does the fertilizing and weed control. You just mow to get a lush, thick lawn. Best in your neighborhood. If it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Remember, if it's got to be green, hire Blue. BlueDuckLawnCare.com. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The high number of migrants we have encountered at our southern border is a challenge that is not unique to the United States. Countries throughout our hemisphere, in fact, throughout the world, are experiencing an unprecedented number of displaced people fleeing poverty, authoritarian regimes, homes destroyed by extreme weather events, corruption, and violence. The regional challenges require regional solutions, and that is why Secretary of State Blinken and I, with the White House Homeland Security Advisor Sherwood Randall, were in Mexico two weeks ago, why I spoke with Panama's Minister of Security last week, and why, among other engagements in the region, I will be traveling to Central America in the coming weeks, as I have throughout the past three years. You went to Mexico to beg them to do something. You have to beg a friend for help? It's letter, Kenny. When a friend asks for help, you help him. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. It's an open border. There is no help for Border Patrol. There is no technology for Border Patrol. There is no money for Border Patrol. It is a demoralized Border Patrol. You have more crossings than ever before. Don't sit there and tell us other nations are dealing with this in our hemisphere. Who are you referring to? Name names, show your work. This is a mythology going on from Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary. And the mythology continues. In fact... The majority of all migrants encountered at the southwest border throughout this administration have been removed, returned, or expelled, a majority of them. We are doing everything we can within a broken system to incentivize non-citizens to use lawful pathways to impose consequences on those who do not. That is just a fraud. The idea that you expel most of them. Doesn't that indicate to you that the problem is greater than you're explaining? If you have Border Patrol involved in over 300,000 apprehensions in December which was nearly 100,000 more than the December before, nearly 100,000 more than the December before, nearly 100,000 more than the December before. Doesn't that indicate to you that there is a draw taking place that maybe if you stopped it, you would have a chance to catch up instead of having areas, whether it be in Lukeville, Arizona, or others, where Border Patrol is outnumbered 200 to 1? 
maybe if we looked at full disruption of the cartel trafficking industry, which, according to Speaker Mike Johnson just last week, is $32 million a week. No, is that a day? No, it's a week. Maybe, just maybe, you could have this under control. Now, no one ever talks about cartel disruption. What you'll hear is destroy the cartels. For the record, that's easier said than done. Oh, I'm not saying it can't be done. I believe that Mexico is not a good partner. I believe that Mexico is not a good neighbor. And I believe that action has to be taken to ensure their help or we have to take action to provide our own help. Our job is to get abused at the southern border. How about we just move the border into Mexico by three and a half miles and we leave it as three and a half miles of quite literally no man's land. Now, I haven't gone so far as to say engage the same way that North Korea and South Korea do. I'm not an animal. But why in the world do we wait till people are on American soil? Why not be proactive? This is where Mexico should be coming in as a neighbor to prevent people from traveling up, but they don't. Now, admittedly, the meeting that Mayorkas and Blinken, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, had with the Mexican President AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, A-M-L-O, AMLO, that did at least stop trains. Because trains were coming in. Thousands of people on the trains. You had to go ask them to stop? Why were they allowing it to begin with? Serious pressure has to be put on Mexico because this is not how a friend acts. You have a choke point at the south of Mexico as it touches Central America. Maybe you actually have to choke. You just have to say no. It has to stop. It has to be fortified. And then refortified, and then refortified. Maybe three miles into Mexico, in specific places, we they there needs to be an invitation for the United States to be able to act in its best interest. Now maybe it won't stop everybody, but maybe it'll stop a few. And maybe it'll flow people into areas so we know exactly who is coming into the country. The border is the biggest story in America. The border is the everything. And what do we get for people who are are supposed to be the ones dealing with such a serious situation? We get children... Well, we get frauds like Alejandro Mayorkas, and then we get children like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm -hmm. Now, you can fix that by trying to build a wall, or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Mm -hmm. And... Um, 
that might say, look at these systems, you know, that our shelter system has weight and things like that. But one of the reasons that our public systems experience weight is because people don't have a documented and reliable path to work and sustain themselves, mm -hmm. just like all of our ancestors did and our, and our grandparents and great-grandparents. A child. The only way to get rid of undocumented people or to deal with the undocumented situation is to say, you're now a citizen. Here you go. It doesn't matter that you broke the law. We don't care. Here are your services. Milton Friedman, uh, the famed economist, once, um, maybe he said it more than once, but he, he theorized that you could have an open border, absolutely open, if you didn't provide any services. If there was no financial incentive or financial aid connected, you could have an open border. Never let it be said that Milton Friedman wasn't wrong about a few things. He was completely wrong uh, about that. Completely wrong about that. Of course, one needs a border, and it needs to be strong, and it needs to remember its job. Protect American citizens. Protect people who are here legally. Protect the people who want to be Americans. One must have a border, and one cannot simply reward the people who do things illegally. But when you're a child, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a child with ignorant, hateful policies like that, you encourage more people to come across. She is encouraging more people to come across. That's what she's doing. We've got an election coming up. I'm going to get into it because uh, I think it's more and more clear that Joe Biden will not be the nominee. So I, I will break that down. Um, but th there's a couple of things happening, including the the main secretary of state. I don't know if you heard what it is she had to say about Trump being on the ballot. Then there were the Golden Globes. Everyone's talking about the, the Taylor Swift joke that fell flat. Not enough people talking about the Jim Gaffigan comment that is worthy of your attention. I've got all of that coming up. This is Tony Katz today. stage should mean something to you. I have not a single conspiratorial bone in my whole body. And everything about Ray Epps smells rotten to the core. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Now, this is Ray Epps. Do me a favor there, uh, Carl. Carl's in for Jason uh, today. Finger on the dump button just in case. You never know. What somebody's saying behind the scenes. This is Ray Epps, who on January 6th, wearing his Trump hat and a little bit of camo, was telling people to go to the Capitol. President Trump is finished speaking. We are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. President Trump is done speaking. We are going to the Capitol. That's where our problems are. Okay, folks, we need 
stop speaking. We are going to the Capitol. Capitol's in that direction. Let people know. Spread the word. So here's this guy egging people on to go to the Capitol. Sounding official. Oh, I guess we're going to the Capitol after this. Some guy said, don't just believe what you hear, but neither here nor there. This guy is on video, as you just heard, numerous times. Numerous times saying, go to the Capitol. His name comes up, and the next thing you know, nobody wants to talk to him. And people are like, how could you not want to talk to this guy? You're charging everybody under the sun with every crime you can think of. You're abusing and And we should be clear. It was a riot on January 6th, and I don't mind people being held responsible for what they did. Doesn't bother me at all. I don't think everybody's innocent. But I do think you're innocent until proven guilty. I do think you have a right to see your lawyer. I do think you have a right to medical care. To at least see your doctor, even if you're the one who has to pay for it. And how these people are treated, people are upset with Elise Stefanik, the congresswoman from New York, for referring to them as January 6th hostages. She's not far off in a lot of cases. Now, you may not agree with her on her support for Trump, that she, could she be the one being vetted to be a vice president to Trump if Trump should get the nomination? I don't know if any of that's true, and I have no doubt that she would take the gig. But it doesn't take some kind of Trumpophant, uh, that's that's a sycophant for Trump. I think I just invented a word. To notice that there are people who have been arrested in all this who are being treated horribly by our government. Yet there are people who have treated our country horribly and nothing happens to them. Destroying police stations during the George Floyd riots, destroying parks during the George Floyd riots, destroying businesses during the George Floyd riots. Not a single thing happened to these people. They're no better than the people from January 6th. Are they? All riots are bad, but some are worse than others. Interesting. Not the way I play. Ray Epps should have been questioned. And Ray Epps absolutely should be one of those people you're looking at. He got a year of probation. He pled guilty in September to one count as part of a plea deal with uh, Justice Department prosecutors, which all these things are. They're all plea deals. Who has the money to fight this stuff? It's why I cannot stand the system as is. The Justice Department, the FBI, flat out abusive. They can throw anything they want at you. They can put the squeeze on you any way they choose. And you don't have the money to defend yourself. You don't have the ability to defend yourself. It's an obscene thing that happens in America. And it has to stop. And for the FBI agents who are proud of themselves, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't be proud of any of this. There are times where you should be. And there are times that we're proud of you. When American citizens are abused, even if you don't like them, don't be proud of yourself. Don't be proud of yourself when you raid the house of Paul Manafort at 4.30 in the morning and scare his wife three quarters to death and you get to prance him around in his underwear. (laughs) Ha ha, you embarrassed him good. My God, were there no reasonable, decent jobs available? 
Oh, and don't look the other way, those of you who are just in the DOJ. You're the same. Oh, and you, if you're one of the people who cheers them on for going after political enemies, well, holy hell, congratulations. You're the enemy you've been looking for. When you talk about the authoritarians and the people who are a threat to democracy, it's the mirror that you don't want to look in. Ray Epps only gets only gets a year of probation. That guy is doing some incitement. It is insane that he only gets a year. I have not a single conspiratorial bone in my body. Not a one. I never have. It's just never been my way. Never has been my way. But good Lord, how obvious is this? How clear is that something is not right? So I believe something is rotten in Denmark. Is that the is that the phraseology I'm going for? Thank you, Will. Appreciate that. Will Shakespeare. He's a buddy. Madness. Madness. Maybe not as mad as uh, someone uh, like Liz Cheney. Look, you know, the president has has pardon power and pardon authority. I think that uh, it's a very important piece that people ought to consider when they're thinking about for whom they're going to vote. Someone who says that they would pardon individuals who assaulted the Capitol, who attempted to stop a constitutional process, uh, who uh, assaulted police officers. I mean, it was a bloody battle. I had police officers, one, tell me that it was it was like medieval hand to hand combat. Uh, the notion that the Republican Party would continue its efforts to whitewash that day mm-hmm. when the, the peaceful transition of power is at the core of the survival of our republic yeah. tells you that they're unfit for office. So you're saying that Ron DeSantis is unfit for office? That's wonderful. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the people decide who is fit. And you can make the argument that they're unfit. What you can't do is keep them from being on the ballot, which is something that I'm, I'm going to get into. But shouldn't we, uh, Ms. Cheney, former representative, shouldn't we be asking ourselves why it is that some people are getting quite literally the riot act read to them, being treated like prisoners, and some people are getting very wishy-washy slaps on the wrist? How can you look at these videos, the audio I just shared, how can you look at that and not say this guy is is someone who started a, a riot, who was looking to incite, was sending people to the Capitol? He would be amongst the very, very top people who deserve uh, a, a long prison sentence. It, it, that's how your mind would, would look to us, yet that's not what happens. So... Rotten in Denmark, man. I don't think I'm engaged in a single conspiracy theory. I think I'm engaged in recognizing an issue. That something is just ugly here. And that your January 6th commission, Liz Cheney, was a fraud. And a lie. 
run by a television showrunner, a producer for maximum effect, regardless of maximum facts. And have we found out the data that you compiled? Where is that? Or was it destroyed? What what happened? I would ask Republicans in the House what's going on with this, but I, I think they're still trying to figure out how to pass a budget and deal with the two-person majority and, well, not being super effective, which is a problem. This is Tony Katz today. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. about a couple things and one of those things is is that whether you like trump or don't like trump the efforts to keep him off the ballot are dangerous and if we're going to now be the people who are worried about the threat against democracy well then that should lead people to be opposed to these states where they believe, willy-nilly, they can just take Trump off the ballot. How dare he, the starter of a insurrection, as, as they'll say, which, of course, they're wrong about, how dare he be on the ballot? Now, you understand, because we've engaged this before, this has really very little to do with, with, with Trump. This is really an attack on you. This is an attack on you, the voter. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony. If you're one of these people who believes that the Secretary of State's, the Secretaries of State across the country should remove Trump from the ballot, show show your work, explain your math, give me a call. 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. The idea that they're protecting democracy is mythology. And this is very important in the wake of Joe Biden's speech the other day because he is running on this this pseudo-intellectualism of protecting democracy. 
you have we we have to protect democracy if if we vote improperly my gosh the damage that we will be doing the fear-mongering is is quite incredible but it's everywhere it is absolutely everywhere that joe biden's uh conversation from the other day and this is of course permeated all the talking heads everywhere you go everywhere you go like there is stuff that that biden said that i'm pretty sure i can't play on air because he almost called president trump a sick blank and he had to stop himself and people applaud it uh, they, they 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 were they were cheering about it the threat to democracy remember we're not a democracy but neither here nor there is telling you that you should not be able to have a say that's where these people are and they're very very open about it this was msnbc because all ridiculous things emanate from msnbc Fernand Amandi, political analyst, being asked the question. Fernand, one of the questions I had watching President Biden's speech, which was clear, it was impassioned, it set the stakes, is where his campaign then goes from here, how they continue to beat that drum while simultaneously articulating the accomplishments of this administration. You know, Alicia, I don't think that's a difficult um, shoe to fit because... To keep the accomplishments economically from all of the progress from a civil rights perspective, it only functions in a democracy. That is why this framing, which I believe is a bulletproof framing, by the way, of making the election a referendum on democracy and the continuation of American democracy or moving to totalitarianism. That is why you hear and see, as you just played a few moments ago, the Trump campaign has made their strategic decision to talk about this and try and weirdly, awkwardly, ridiculously cast Joe Biden as the anti-democratic candidate. How do I also know this? Because I'm seeing this in polling as well. As we now poll voters, this issue of protecting American democracy is rising to the forefront. Good. And let us note how Democrats are not protecting democracy. They are aggressive in its destruction because they support the idea of the secretaries of state de facto deciding that people can't be on the ballot. It's Trump today. But if you can get away with screaming, defending democracy, what can't you do? We have to protect democracy. So sorry, talk radio hosts, you're not allowed. We have to protect democracy. So sorry, these books, you're not allowed to be on the shelves. Sorry, you're not allowed to have this website. Sorry, you're not allowed to make that movie. We have to protect democracy. Protecting democracy comes from allowing people to actually engage in it. That's democracy. That's how one keeps the republic. What the political left is doing is the opposite of this. You have, I think you pronounce her name, Sheena Bellows. She's the Secretary of State in Maine. She's on uh, MSNBC with Jen Psaki. Dear Lord. 
Jen Psaki is is paid Democratic uh, talking point from beginning to end. Don't ever tell me about Hannity or anybody else. This is nuts. The Secretary of State in Maine took Trump off the ballot. Listen, Psaki first and then Secretary Bellows. It sounds like there's a range of scenarios that the Supreme Court could rule. They could rule in a ruling that includes Maine. They could rule one that doesn't include Maine. You're planning for different scenarios. Trump is on the ballot. Obviously, though, if they rule in a way that kicks him off the ballot, there would be an adjustment, I assume. Of course. A hundred percent. Yes, we will follow the law in the Constitution no matter what. And that was what was so important. So I made my decision based exclusively on the record in the hearing, the weight of the evidence and the arguments were made. I follow the law and the Constitution, as is my duty. Uh, And that's what election officials do every day across this country. This was not your duty. Take someone off the ballot who has neither been charged nor convicted with insurrection, not your duty. First, let me say, you look on TV like you're smiling. Secondly, you don't sound to me like a serious person, but it could be how I hear you. But let's get to the meat of the matter. This is not not why you were elected. You are protecting no one. You are engaged in an ideological political pursuit, and you are keeping the people of Maine from being able to make a decision. This is true in Colorado. The Colorado case going to the Supreme Court, as we know, because they took Trump off the ballot. They're going to argue that they have uh, rationale to under the 14th Amendment. Individual states can make a decision to take a guy off the ballot because they decided he engaged in insurrection? Is that right? Well, if it's just about deciding, I guess Joe Biden's off the ballot. Now, it won't matter because Joe Biden won't be the nominee. Foreshadowing, I'll get to that later. But this is the argument. Well, if they could just kick Trump off, why can't we find a secretary of state from a Republican state, kick Joe Biden off the ballot? Goodbye. What are they going to do? You started a fight, guys. Now, I don't actually want this because I believe it's wrong and I don't think you do the wrong thing to prove that someone's wrong. But the argument counter to that is how else will these lowlifes learn? They want to take away people's right to vote. They want to make the claim that they know what's best, they know what's scary, and they're going to keep the scary from you, so you don't even get a right to say whether or not you would vote for this person. As undemocratic as the day is long is the political left on this subject. Completely undemocratic. No caring about the law. No caring about the rights of people. So let's stop with the idea that they are protecting democracy when they are the ones most opposed to it. As I said about Colorado then, and I'll say it now, this should already have been taken up. The decision should be 9-0. Trump should be on the ballot. There should be consequences for what, what took place in Colorado. Consequences for Secretary Bellows here in Maine. She's a child. Or at least she's acting like a child. 
consequences for these progressives who don't believe in your rights. Remember this. Every time you see them scream about threat to democracy, that is them trying to get license to affect the way you engage. Because once you say that a candidate is a threat to democracy, every candidate can be a threat to democracy. Every candidate you decide, every candidate has engaged in a way you find unacceptable. Well, clearly their posts on social media were uh, moving towards insurrection. So we had to do something about this. Once you can remove a candidate from the ballot because you don't like them, you can remove them for anything. And all of a sudden, thought crime becomes a punishable offense through this action. No one who favors democracy, no one who favors democracy, I'll utilize their words, favors removing people from the ballot. No one. And so the people who push for this On MSNBC, these people don't favor democracy. They're authoritarians. They want to hurt you. They want to damage you. Of course. It's not even a question. It is where the evidence takes you. If one is clear, if one is honest if one recognizes that there's a difference between their ideology and reality. The idea that you would remove people from the ballot because you think they did something, as opposed to whether or not they were adjudicated guilty of something. That is the bigger threat. That is the threat to the survival of a free nation. That threat in today's America comes from the political left. So when you tell me, as I often do, discuss this, there's no difference between the two parties? Maybe there's a difference. I'm Tony Katz. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So the trend now is to get a thermal cup from Stanley. The Stanley Pink Valentine Heart 40-ounce tumbler. People are running to Target to get this thing if they haven't already gotten it. And they're now reselling it on eBay for 125 bucks. Tony Katz. 
Tony Katz today. I don't. What am I supposed to do with the with the thing? It's a. It's 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 a it's a it's a tumbler. It's a you 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 put the you put the drinks in it and, you, and then you drink it and then you're like, ah, oh, that's delicious. And people are now dem- like like in a rush for them. Wasn't it Hydroflask just a few uh few years ago? I don't know. I don't know how Stanley figured this one out. But there's video of people actually running in a Target store to get this pink tumbler. I mean, it's like a, it's like a Yeti. It, it, it's exactly what it is. It's 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 like a Yeti. I, it is weird how things connect and 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 move people. I I did look for it online. I couldn't find it. Ab- absolutely positively. Could could not could not find it. Uh, I don't see it at Target, or I don't see it at, at other places. So I, I guess it's already sold out. I guess I guess you've you've already lost out, and you're you're not going to get it. And then you're not going to have your Valentine. And then you're going to live your life alone, and and you're going to die alone. And and that's the way it is. And no one's going to find the body for at least six to twelve years. Is that not how it works? Because I I was told that's how it works. The whole concept of viral, and what gets attention and how things connect is so is so nutty and it it is the most important thing for uh people who are depending on that uh to to note there are some things and some people who go viral sometimes for the reason of how revealing the uh, uh the amount of clothing they're wearing is some people for how ridiculous they are the the, the more and more Maddening things you have to do for attention. We are very much living in a they shoot horses, don't they kind of moment. But the vast majority of people don't go viral. The vast majority of people don't create celebrity on Vine, move that over to YouTube, and then are able to create uh, a water company, a hydration company that does over a billion dollars in sales like Logan Paul. That's... That's, I mean, that doesn't happen. You're not creating hundreds of millions of views like Mr. Beast. I'm not saying that you can't. I'm not even saying that you shouldn't try. I, I think that it just has to be recognized that that's just really, really rare. And just in the same way that you can't depend on getting into the NBA right that's it. you got to have a backup plan how things go viral a stanley does stanley understand what happened here all they got to know is they got people showing up at their website left and right trying to buy their stuff it's got to be good for them create some opportunities certainly a lot of free press that's great when people were doing the ice bucket challenge you remember that from few why why that charity? You know how many people tried to figure out how to make their charity that? I think it was for ALS, right? Wasn't the ice bucket challenge for uh, uh yes, for ALS. There's no understanding it. I don't know why this drink. But if you have one, uh, congratulations.
Looks pretty. Hopefully it keeps your drink cold or hot. Remember, that's what you're trying to do here. But don't get into a fight over it uh, at a Target. That's just weird. This is Tony Katz today. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So the Dow is down 152 and the NASDAQ is up 44. The World Bank says the global economy is set for its worst half decade of growth in 30 years. That's the headline over at CNBC. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Global growth to slow for the third year in a row, dipping the 2.4% from 2.6%. How does that affect us? Do we really worry about what the rest of the globe is doing? Well, we are this interconnected place. The uh, economy around the globe does have an effect on us. But let's also discuss the effect on us. 56 million Americans have been in credit card debt for at least a year. We've only been warning about this for months. And this is one of the many, many, many reasons when people tell me everything's great in the economy. People like Paul Krugman. I don't believe you. And I'm right not to believe you. The 10-year treasury popped over 4%. And you say to me, wasn't it over 5%? Yes, with a 300-point basis point spread, I should say, a 300-basis-point spread between the 10-year treasury and a 30-year fixed. We had 30-year fixed mortgages going at 8%. But we that has come down, and I've certainly been happy with that, hoping that the real estate market would get juiced. You know what happened? It didn't get juiced because there's still not any inventory out there, and the price is still too high for homes. And so people are renting. The average monthly rent, $1,992 monthly payment. The average monthly mortgage payment for a house, $3,322. What would you do? What would you do? And now we get back to 56 million Americans have been in credit card debt for at least a year. The third quarter in the United States credit card debt was $1.08 trillion. What happened to all the savings and the paying down of debt during covid Whatever it was, that baby is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Like a girl to Leonardo DiCaprio over the age of 25. Gone! 
the experts saying that we're in trouble. 49% of credit card holders carry debt from month to month, up from 46% last year, that according to a report from Bankrate. Now, I will admit, I have a business credit card. My wife and I share a credit card. That is the totality of our credit cards. Everything gets paid off every month because I have been through this. I lost everything. Everything I had to negotiate with credit card companies. I still have, I lost my house in Florida, the downturn of of, of 09. I lost the house. I'm still paying off a second mortgage. I made my mistakes, kitten. I pay it every month. I, I don't I don't even think about it. Actually, my, my wife does it. I refuse to look at it. Every month. Did I, I negotiated, I talked, I figured out a way. The only thing we did not do is go bankrupt. We did not go bankrupt. That was a decision. Do you want this is very weird. I don't know if this will sound weird to you. Because in, in hindsight, I part of me thinks we should have to be able to take advantage of some of the protections. And maybe we could have come back to uh, quote-unquote creditworthiness to the extent that that matters, or, or some of these things a little bit earlier. I did, this is going to sound weird. I don't think I've ever talked about this. I did not declare bankruptcy. We did not declare bankruptcy because I was starting to build this career, and I didn't want that. I didn't want to have conversations about uh, the importance of, of financial strength and financial responsibility while having a bankruptcy, which is a weird thing to have thought at the time as I look back on it, because part of what I think makes America in many ways special is this idea that we kind of understand that you can fail. The concept of bankruptcy The idea that we offer these protections to allow you to get things back on track, that's, that's insane (laughs) in in a a way, but it really is, it is, it is this uniqueness. It is this specialness for sure. But then there are the people who are professionals are going bankrupt. And, and some of these people, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're high and mighty. Some of these people run for political office. Some of these people, uh, they, they, they flaunt it, they, right? They flaunt the, the use of the rules. But when 49% of credit card holders carry debt month to month at those interest rates, are they paying minimums month to month? How much do they have? In debt, 2000 5000 10 They're paying the minimums and it's building month to month at numbers like 18 to 20%. The average credit card interest rate is 20%. Oh, tell me more about how everything is fine. Because I'm here to tell you, I didn't buy it when they said it, and I'm not buying it now. And I'm sorry if I come across as negative on this subject. I'm not trying to. I am trying my best to engage clarity on the subject. 
a part of this connects to a story that we did a few months ago that has not left me. It is the idea of doomsday spending. Sometimes you uh, hear a uh, hear something, hear a thought, hear an idea, and you're like, oh, there's something there. Doom spending. I said doomsday spending. Doom spending. What in the world is doom spending? The idea that, well, the economy is going to hell in a handbasket anyway. I might as well have new shoes, a new TV, a new this. Well, everything in my life is is uh, uh, terrible. I might as well, uh, uh, you know, buy this or buy that, and then I'll feel better. It's soothing. It's comforting. I don't care about the debt. It's just like student loan debt. Somebody will pay it off. Everybody will pay it off. It doesn't matter. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna spend. Why shouldn't I have nice this? Why shouldn't I have that? That's doomsbending. I ask you right now, is that what's happening? Is that what's going on? Because it seems that that's a little bit of what's going on. This global economy set for its worst half decade of growth in 30 years. 56 million Americans have been in credit card debt for at least a year, and half of them are riding uh, a, a uh, those credit cards month to month, possibly just paying the minimums at 20% interest. Just sharing the numbers the way they are. Now, there's a, a second part to this story that, you know, not everything is is, is, is bad. BlackRock is laying people off. Am I not allowed to applaud a BlackRock? As is being reported, the people over at BlackRock, the world's largest money management firm, they're going to lay off 600 people. This all coming from its ESG world, environmental social governance. This is the world that said, hey, we'll invest in your business, but you got to do this green thing here and you got to have this kind of person on your board and you got to do nothing that has to do with the business. All having to do with your wokeness. ESG is unbelievably dangerous. And who it's dangerous for is the guy with a pension. The guy who is, you know, saying, hey, investment firm, uh, help me with my retirement. Well, if the investment firm is investing not based on fiduciary responsibility to try and provide a return, but rather investing in a way uh, that involves things outside of that, and you're trusting them, you're pretty much screwed. They're not engaged in any level of responsibility for you or towards you. It was a way of supporting and promoting those who are ideologically aligned and punishing those who refuse to get in line. It's despicable. And you saw states move aggressively to say you cannot use ESG when being uh, involved in investing for our pensions. Because these people, they need a return. And whether or not the company ever saved a penguin is inconsequential.
you got to provide a return. So you see, the, 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 the layoffs here aren't economic. The layoffs here come from a failed business practice. And that's sometimes very good because it'll, it'll teach people to do better. But then again, these are the, these are the woke. These, these are the, 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 the woke folk. They, they don't necessarily do better, do they? Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. So the allegation is that Fannie Willis, the district attorney in, uh, in the Atlanta area, bringing the case against President Trump, is involved in a relationship with a guy by the name of Nathan Wade. So Fannie Willis hired Nathan Wade to prosecute Trump. And the records show that Wade has been paid over $650,000 in legal fees since January 2022. It's an amount authorized by the district attorney, in, in this case, Fannie Willis. So Willis is involved sexually. They say romantically. But when they say romantically, it's not like they just look lovingly into each other's eyes every night over dinner and then find the longest piece of spaghetti they can and do a little 101 Dalmatians thing. It means that they are engaged in flagrante, was it flagrante delecto? Uh, sex. And so they are, are in a sexual relationship and she is paying him $650,000 of taxpayer money. Huh. That's, that's an allegation. Right there. I don't know if I said hello. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything. At TonyCats.com, that is an allegation. I'll give you another one. I'll give you a, a, maybe, maybe a better one. The Golden Globes took place. And you didn't watch. It's fine. They were the Golden Globes. Who was watching? Nobody watches. Nobody wants to host it. Certainly nobody's watching. And the reason nobody wants to host it is that you're not allowed to tell a joke anymore. You can only destroy yourself. Joe Coy is a capable comic. But man, he did not have it. He did not understand the audience. He didn't understand the job. 
And so he hosted these things, that this thing, he hosted the Golden Globes, and it didn't go well. His presentation style does not fit for the smaller room. He was yelling because that's how he does his comedy. Didn't work. Never mind that the jokes weren't great. Jim Gaffigan, who's a interesting story, and I don't agree with politically when I've when I've heard him oftentimes, he has one of the great careers of comics out there. He's been on the road and performing in the Netflix specials for years. It, it he is actually it is a team. Both he and his wife write the jokes, but he's the one who does the performing. Like she is an integral part of what it is he has done. Well, he is a presenter. Arguments this. He is a presenter at uh, the, the Golden Globes. And in a very, very strong move, this is what he says. I can't even believe I'm in the entertainment industry. <laughs> I can't. I, you know, it's so unlikely. I'm from a small town in Indiana. I'm not a pedophile. You know, I just, I don't know if that's a new category here, but. First, Gaffigan could, could host this thing. Secondly, holy cow. I don't know what's stranger, that we're now in a place where we tell pedophile jokes with regularity, or that this conversation about Hollywood and pedophilia is starting to become commonplace. We talk about Jeffrey Epstein and clearly sex trafficking of children and those Hollywood people who were involved who all have to go to jail. I don't care what your last name is. I don't care how you're connected. I don't care how many awards you've won. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what you've been elected to. You were engaged in sex on that island, the 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 the, the island that Jeffrey Epstein had where these these uh young women were brought. You were engaged on the plane in 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 sexual impropriety. You're going to jail. Damn straight. Don't care about your political party. Don't care about anything. I don't care. So you 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 have this story. You have did you hear Cat Williams with Shannon Sharp on on Sharp's uh, podcast Club Shay Shay? Um I I will admit to you I haven't heard it all yet. It's nuts. Cat Williams the comic um discussing all of the dirtiness that that takes place in Hollywood and with these comics and with these people and the money that's offered and the debauchery and everything else and it's no wonder people can't keep their heads i mean it's to the extent that I uh, believe everything he said, uh, show, show your work, as I as I often discuss. But holy, ma- he's naming names, he's calling people out, he's having some of this conversation about 
the, the twisted nature of Hollywood. And then Gaffigan. Was Gaffigan calling them out or was Gaffigan engaged in a mocking of people like Cat Williams? Funny, I thought he was calling people out. Maybe I'm not hearing it right. Maybe he's just engaged in, in, in that, a mocking of it, but that would be to dismiss it. That's the part about the commonplace. Like, what happens when commentaries like this just become, ah, ah yeah, 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 Hollywood. <laughs> sure they are. And, and, it, and it just gets kind of, you know, br- uh, brushed over, brushed under the rug, blown over, whatever, whatever the expression is. The over, the under, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. And uh, I would also argue very problematic. But if, if, if Hollywood is this place of just nonstop despicableness, not just debauchery, but, but flat-out evil, flat-out evil, well, then, is there a market to replace it? We have seen movies have some level of success here and there in this concept. Has the diversification of the platforms now created the opportunity to stay away from these people for good? Can you stay away from these people for good? Are any of these people good? I think it's interesting that this keeps coming up. I'm curious to see if some of these new studios, some of these new ventures can actually find an audience with traction to allow them financially to survive. This is Tony Katz today. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. hours a week you only work five days a week you only work 40 hours a week the hell are you complaining about what possibly can we let us just stop uh, and and think about that for a moment you work five days a week 40 hours a week you're gen z uh so that would make you like in in your 20s right 
You got energy. Why are you only working 40 hours a week? Oh, because that should be enough. Ah, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. This is a video from, uh, from the TikToks that is making the rounds because it's this Gen Zer in a Walmart vest complaining. Now, I, I must give the basic caveat, which is I do not, do not believe everything I see. I have no idea how many of these things are staged, what have you. But this is making the rounds. I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to share it with you in full, and then I'll break it down. This, this young woman in her early 20s, saying that somehow we're at fault. I, I, I don't know, Gen X is at fault. Maybe they think baby boomers are at fault. I don't know. Ruining the economy. Listen. I cannot stand how the news has been dogging Gen Z and calling them lazy for not wanting to work a nine to five for the rest of their lives. Let me put it in perspective for everybody who's a little confused here, okay? I work five days out of the week, 40 hours a week, okay? I do not make enough to live on my own. I would not make enough to pay rent, water, electric, and eat all by myself. I would not be capable of doing that. 20 years ago when you were getting started, you could live on your own. I want to, I just want to say for, for, for the record, um, maybe not. Um, two jobs happened very often. Side gigs happened very often. Roommates happened very often starting out. Um, starting out, I lived in Bradley Beach. No, it was in Belmar. I lived in Belmar, New Jersey, right there on the shore. I was about three blocks from the Atlantic Ocean with three other guys. Were there three? There were four. There were four of us. Weren't? No, there were. Th there were only three of us. But it became the de facto summer party house. So there were usually about nine hundred people in the house. That you 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 don't make enough money to do it on your own. Yeah, you're you're just starting out. It's tough, isn't it? It's very very tough. I don't know why this is surprising. Why is this surprising? Because it shouldn't be. Anyway, she continues. Started, you were able to do everything that I am now struggling to do. Let me add another perspective here. You've been working for 20 years. You have 20 years of working experience behind your belt. You have 20 years of experience in a career that has allowed you to gain raises, to get more money, to profit you in an economy that you created. You can sit here and you can call Gen Z lazy all you want, but I've been working my tail end off just to barely make it by. And respectfully, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. I don't want to work my tail end off, wasting all of my life working just to barely be able to pay my bills. Okay, everyone take a breath. Everyone take a beat. Everyone who's been going to the same factory for the last 27 years, just, just be chill, honey bunny. No, 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 no car accidents today. Here, you do, I'll, I'll calm everybody down. I'll do it. I'll, I'll get it done. Don't worry. I have the official calming music uh, of, of Tony Katz today. Here we go. Ah. Oh. 
It's a theme to Taxi. I believe it's called Angela or Angela's theme. Angela's song. Who doesn't love a good flute? Maybe it's a piccolo. You don't want to work your whole life? <laughs> Some people don't know how tough this is. And first of all, it's not uh, 20 years of experience behind your belt. Uh, it's under your belt. That's the, 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 the expression there. But I, I think the bigger story here is, is listen to the anger. How dare you do this to me? What, what do you mean, how dare I do it? I, I, didn't, I didn't do anything to you. We're not at fault. We didn't do anything to you, kid. This is the world. But uh but but not done. No, no, no. She is not done at all. But you created, not Gen Z. We're just here getting started. You've been doing it for the last 20 years. You tell me how it got ruined. We can sit here and we can call Gen Z lazy all you want, but you let the economy turn into what it did. You let it all run to hell. And now it's Gen Z's fault because we don't want to work to fix your mistakes. There's a story here. And again, you never know what's fabricated or what's real. The problem here is not this woman. The problem here is the story she was told. The problem here is parenting. And no one's going to talk about it. The problem here is really, really, really bad parenting. Exactly how little preparation is happening is taking place from parents to get kids ready for what is coming. Are we really a society that simply stated you're wonderful, you're terrific, and everybody owes you? Are you telling me that parents actually do this? Now, I will admit to you that I have certainly seen parents that I find questionable. They might find me questionable. I I don't care. I don't have any interplay with parents who have told, who have, who are, are lawnmower parents. There's a helicopter parent, there's a lawnmower parent. So the helicopter parent is is hovering. Right? Is 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 hovering around. The 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 lawnmower parent is the one taking down all the obstacles in front of their child so everything is smooth. And what happens is they don't know how they don't learn how to actually deal with 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 anything. They don't know how to deal with uh obstacles, they don't know how to deal with failure, they don't have to deal with frustration, they don't know how to deal with their own emotions because everything has been made smooth and easy for them. It's a serious issue. Cuz it's cuz I think it's it's terrible parenting. I mean, it's 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 crap. It's crap on a stick and then on top of that is more crap. And then another stick and then a little bit of crap. It's terrible. Awful. Um I, I have not run into, and I don't associate with the lawnmower uh, style. I have heard stories of, this was millennials. I had not heard it yet of Gen Z, 
of millennials who, when going on job interviews, brought their parents because they had no idea what to do. They had no idea how to handle themselves. And I said, that's nutty. That's gross. That is failing your child. Flat out failure. This kid here, this 20-something, I don't think she's a failure. Why? Because she's going to work every day. Well, all right, five days. She's going to work. Well, it's Walmart. So what? Working at Walmart's a problem? Working at Walmart is not a problem. Respect people who go to work. Respect people who have a job. Respect these people who take care of you. Fight Club should have taught you that. Respect the people who work. So she shows up. To the extent that this is real, let's say that it is. She shows up five days a week. Good on her. But clearly no one told her about what it takes to get going. People have been commenting on this uh, and and uh, talking about their own stories. I didn't graduate college. Family couldn't afford it. My brother was finishing up and my parents asked me to forego so they could have the money to, to pay for him. That's a true story. I did it. Opened a restaurant. It had ups. It had downs. I did not make much money. Sold the restaurant. I did not get much out of it. Then went into restaurant management. Didn't do uh, very well. Then uh, tried a series of other things while being engaged in depression and suicidal thoughts. Not a good way to start a business. I wouldn't. I would not. Uh, I would not advise that. It took me. 35 years to get my head on straight to then say, I want to do this and then build out a career in radio. Now, not everybody had the problems that I had, and I would argue that my problems were absolutely in my head, absolutely uh, attributable to and some some bad luck here, some bad luck there. My own uh, d- depression, absolutely, which I think created the bad luck, right? The attitude is everything. And maybe I could have seen my way better to certain ideas, certain opportunities, certain values, et cetera. But it is, it is funny that, that during it all, um, and, and I'm not opposed to family help. I'm not opposed to, 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 to friend help. Uh, uh, except for a very short period where um, I was literally doing nothing and I was, I don't remember the months. There was a, a period of, I, I couldn't tell you the year, about five months. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it five. It could have been six, could have been four. Go with me. You weren't there. Trust me on this one. Um, I have no idea what I did with myself. I don't know what I did with my days. I don't know what I spent my days doing. I have no idea why uh, my wife was still with me. No, no, no clue. No clue. That's how bad it, it was uh, for me. So this girl's well ahead of me on, on that one right there. But it never dawned on me that somehow an older generation had 
you know, messed it up. And it's their fault that I was like this or it was their fault that things were difficult, their fault I couldn't make a living. It never dawned on me to think to blame somebody else. I think that's new. I don't know, maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. That, for for millennials and for and for Gen Z, blaming others, that's what's new. Now, I should engage a caveat. There are in some ways, they have a point. If you were, you know who first made this argument? Uh, people hate him now. Paul Ryan, the former speaker out of Wisconsin, when he was the vice presidential nominee to, to Mitt Romney, and he gave that speech of uh, faded Obama posters on the wall and and not being able to get a job he he was having a conversation about being lied to if you're told your whole life you can do anything you can be anything no one can get in your way no one can tell you no no one can tell you this no one can tell you that and you get into the real world and the the first time you pay taxes and you realize your paycheck is not your paycheck Oh, I make $15 an hour. Wait a second. This isn't $15 an hour. That's an eye-opening experience. That is that is a must. You got to be there to watch your kids go through that just so you can smile to yourself and be like, yep, you're in the club there, kitten. There is an extent to which they are correct in blaming others because, yes, they were lied to in a way that maybe uh, Gen Xers and others weren't lied to. It's going to be rough, and you're going to have to get up every day and do the job, and no one's going to hand you anything. Now shut up, kitten, and go get me another beer. Latchkey kid. True. Fact. You lived that experience. Some of you did. But the idea of blaming others and it's supposed to be easier, says who? Man, if you don't teach your kids that it's tough, if you don't teach your kids to be tough, and that slowly, bit by bit and piece by piece, you can overcome. You work the plan bit by bit and piece by piece. You overcome. It slowly, the wheel turns. It won't happen overnight. And sometimes you'll have bad luck. If we're not teaching that, if we're not teaching perseverance and resilience, then this kid's complaints make sense. This kid's complaint is about society. And this kid's complaint is about whether or not parents are doing right by their kids by teaching them honestly and clearly what we build for the future is up to us i'm tony katz life is full of things to manage your work your family your plans and your treatment consider kesimpta ofatumumab 20 milligram injection you can take it yourself from the comfort of home if you're ready for something different ask your healthcare provider about kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Brought it up yesterday. I'll get more into it. We, I mean, I, I, I tweeted about it, posted about it a couple days ago. This is the story. The weather in Iowa gonna play a huge role in the caucuses. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. People were talking about how Nikki Haley had an event uh, yesterday. Nobody showed up. My gosh, Nikki Haley falling apart. The numbers don't say that. Um, They were expecting a foot of snow. People weren't going out. The temperatures for caucus night? 12 below. Sorry, 14 below. That's going to have an effect. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz Today. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So, uh, yeah, Michelle Obama is running for president. Oh, God! What's the problem here? No, God, please, no! Look, hello! No! You just wait one second. I'm just saying that it's, well, it's really, 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 really possible. I mean... Super stupid possible. Like cuckoo crazy possible. Why would we somehow think that she's not? How is it possible that anybody thinks that Michelle Obama is not in the mix? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony. Good to be with you. Uh, Look, her words, not mine. The things that yeah. keep me up because you you don't have control over them, mm-hmm. and you wonder where are people? Where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. So you're terrified that Joe Biden's going to lose. And you're sending out the word that you're terrified that Joe Biden is going to lose. Oh, who will save the Democrats from themselves? Enter Michelle Obama. Now, I'm with you. I'm with you. She doesn't want it. She's never acted like a person who wants it. She has never shown a a desire, uh, a a want for being an elected official. Ever, ever, ever. Never has shown it. But things change and people change and opportunity changes. And clearly Barack Obama wants to keep running that party. So, you know, 
you do what you got to do. Because isn't that exactly what we're talking about? Isn't exactly what we're talking about. About how the, the, the power structure stays in power. And you say to me, Tony, you're not one of these people who believes that Barack Obama is really running the show. Uh, may I say, with all due respect, uh, do you believe that Joe Biden is actually running the show? So if it's not Barack Obama, it's somebody else, it's some group of people, an amalgam of people, whatever the case may be. You can't run Joe Biden again. So what do you do? Now let's start, let's let's take a, a, a look back and, and ask ourselves if, if that's still the case. You can't run Joe Biden again. Joe Biden is unpopular and Joe Biden is a doddering old man. He is what he is. And I don't care if someone calls me ageist. Damn straight I'm an ageist. Some people are too old for the thing. That's all there is to it. My father, who is not uh, as strong as he was 10 years ago at the age of 85, is more lucid than Joe Biden and would be a better president than Joe Biden. I don't think my father should run for president. I just, I just don't think that would be the best move for the country. Joe Biden is old. And Joe Biden is incapable. And Joe Biden has whatever mental issues he has. I'm not here to diagnose the man. I am here to say, yeah, that's not right. And you know it, and I know it, and they know it. So they're going to replace him. It's going to happen at the convention. They're going to replace him on the ballot. Now, of course I could be wrong. And he doesn't get replaced. I would say the odds are heavily in the favor of replacing him. Now, the question is, with whom? I have just laid out for you the incontrovertible facts that he is unpopular with America, he is unpopular with the party, he is seen as old, he is seen as incapable, no one views this economy as great except for Paul Krugman, and Paul Krugman is a remarkable fool why in the world would it not be Michelle Obama? How much more clear does it need to be? Under Section 37B of the contract, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses, hearing and hearing contained, etc., etc., fax mentis incendium gloria calpum, etc., etc., memo bis punitor delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. I like to bring in my lawyer, Willy Wonka, from time to time to explain these things. Why shouldn't it be Michelle Obama? Or, or it, it could be somebody else. But this is happening. And, and I think that the, the only smart thing to do is to be fully prepared for it. Fully prepared for it. Because it's coming. And it could be somebody as well-known as Michelle Obama, or it could be somebody from far afield. What will matter most is that when that person is announced... All Democrats, all Democrats on cue will all have the same reaction. Yes, 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 yes. 
They will be the greatest person who ever lived. And if you bring up Joe Biden, they'll go, why are you bringing that up? Look who we're running. This is so great. If you bring up Joe Biden, nobody's talking about Joe Biden. Look at this person. They're the greatest person in the world. That's what's going to happen. That's how it's going to go down. But it isn't the only thing going on. The election is heating up as we get uh, close to, uh, to, to the caucus next week. And we now have the endorsement that matters. The endorsement of Nikki Haley by Judge Judy. Can we just note that it's 2024? Why shouldn't these things happen? Why shouldn't Judge Judy be engaged in endorsements? Quote, I truly think she can restore America. I'm proud to endorse Nikki Haley because she is whip smart. Has executive credentials and was a superb governor. Is that right? Haley said that Judge Scheinland, Judy Scheinland, quote, has earned the respect of millions of Americans from her courtroom by being thoughtful, fair, and honest. No, she has millions of viewers because she yells at stupid people and they're not allowed to yell back. That's why people like Judge Judy. Because she's fair? No, because she calls somebody a dum-dum and she wears a robe and they can't say anything, otherwise they lose money. I'm sorry, I didn't know we I didn't know we weren't having an honest conversation. I, I would have thought that was I would have thought that was pretty dang important. Um it's 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 already a train wreck, right? It's already just ridiculous. Now, do I call my shot? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to call my shot right now? Because if if I look at data, it's it's not Iowa, it's New Hampshire. That's kind of amazing. You want the last New Hampshire poll? CNN, Trump thirty nine, Haley thirty two. Christie 12, DeSantis 5, Ramaswamy at 8%. So right now, the real clear politics average has Trump 43, Haley 29. Dude, that CNN poll is all anybody's talking about. Because what they're saying is, why the hell is Chris Christie still in this race? Get out of the race. Every Christie supporter is a Haley supporter. Haley wins New Hampshire, and now it happens. What are you doing, Chris Christie? Don't you know you should already be announcing for Senate and take out Bob Menendez? You'd get help. People would help you do it. Look, you you hugged Barack Obama after Superstorm Sandy uh, there in New Jersey, which was brutal, by the way. And that was a wrong thing to do. Wrong thing to do. Could have just shook the man's hand. You went for the hug. Sorry, you got to deal with that. 
You've got Bridgegate things. You've got some pettiness involved. You're, you on the beach, etc. Dude, people would totally be with you. They'd totally be with you. They would do it. And you'd give Haley the opportunity to win New Hampshire if indeed this polling is right. This, as we were talking about, this is much different than looking at Iowa. You cannot compare the two things. In the last poll, which is the morning consult poll, Trump 58, Haley 15, DeSantis 14. And right now, Haley has overtaken DeSantis. Now, I'm going to say a couple of things that may be met with shock. Number one, I don't know if I believe it. I have people on the ground in Iowa who tell me she absolutely is going to dominate in the metros, and there's no doubt that DeSantis needs the rural areas to pull him through. Uh, that, 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 I think that's accurate. I keep having this nagging feeling that DeSantis is going to pull things out in, in, in Iowa because I think the cold is going to benefit him. This is nothing more than a feeling. There is no data to back up what I just said. I have, from the beginning, said I'm looking at the numbers, I see the polling numbers, I see how ahead Trump is, I, I, I have trouble buying it. I have trouble buying it, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for January 15th. I'm going to wait for the Iowa caucus. Take a look at the Iowa caucus. On the day of the caucus, which is Monday, January 15th, the high temperature is negative three. The low is negative 14. I spoke about this uh, on my morning show. It was negative 12. The temperature is going down as we talk. Who shows up to a caucus? This isn't a primary where you, you, you walk in, you vote, you walk out. You got to be there in, in the auditorium. You got to be there in someone's living room. And you got to drive there in 12 degrees below zero temperatures. I don't know if people come out. I have no idea if people come out or not for this. What I know is that it can have an effect on the night of the caucus. I have stated that I don't believe that the polling numbers translate to the activist on the ground for Trump. I could easily be wrong about this. Again, it's just a feeling. That's all it is. And the reason that I bring it up in this way is that people are out there telling you exactly what's going to happen. Guys, they don't know crap. They have their own beliefs and they're putting it out there as fact. Beliefs are not fact. No one knows. And no one can really uh, make sense of where this weather, how this weather is going to treat things. This is why I think that the cold favors DeSantis. Because DeSantis is down in the polls, because DeSantis has not had the great campaign, I don't care what anybody says. They want to tell you, oh, that's just Trump talk uh, about, no, it's not. He hasn't had a good campaign. Stop it. It's okay to say. People find their legs when they find their legs. 
if you don't remember John McCain, it wasn't until South Carolina that he came out. He was out. It was Iowa, New Hampshire, and he was out. It was devastation. He was destroyed. Destroyed. But he didn't he didn't freak out. He didn't lose his mind. Be cool, honey bunny. Be cool. And the rest is history. He gets the nomination and then loses to Barack Obama. If I am accurate in the DeSantis supporter realizing that the campaign has gone, but they are still believers, well then, why wouldn't they be believers on that night? They are already believers. I think I almost said believers, but that's Justin Bieber. That's something different. Uh, they're already believers when the polling is against them. Why wouldn't they be believers even in 12 degree below temperatures? The Trump people think he's just going to take it. I don't need to show up. The, the Haley people, like ascendancy, don't need to show up. This is why I say it. I want to share with you where I'm at. I want you to know. I'm putting my marker down. I think DeSantis can, I think he will overperform. Can I think the possibilities are, I'm trying to hedge the bet. No, I think he's going to overperform. The problem is, shouldn't winning be exactly where he's at? Haley's surge in the numbers is real. Can't be denied. Cannot be denied. But I think that when it comes to to, to the caucus, the people who are the actual believers, the ones who show up, man, I think that gives the edge. I think that gives the edge to Ron DeSantis. Now, you might say to me, Tony, you're a DeSantis guy. It's just wishful thinking. Oh, heck, we're all going to find out on Monday. Just grab the bourbon and let's go to work. But there's there's an interesting, I think you got to admit that, that I, I'm, I'm, I'm offering up a, certainly an idea that that has possibility about the idea of where the polling is and where the believers are. That said, there's another thing to consider in this caucus conversation. When it's negative 12 and the turnout is crap, does it matter who won? New Hampshire won't care. And the people who came in second and third won't care. Well, it was so cold in New Hampshire and our people and this and that and the areas. New Hampshire's where we're going to do great. That's the killer. I mean, here I am saying that there's this opportunity, but the killer is it's so easy to dismiss when it, the temperatures are, are, are like this and you can blame the weather. You can easily dismiss it and everybody will buy in. Everybody will buy in. So, am I to the place where why am I paying attention to, to Iowa? I should be paying attention to New Hampshire? If that's the case, I shouldn't pay attention to New Hampshire. I should only pay attention to South Carolina. And if, if South Carolina is in some way muddled, we're on to Super Tuesday. I'm not saying it will happen like this. I'm saying that it could get interesting all because it's cold. Oh, by the way, the Judge Judy endorsement... Doesn't move anybody. Just so you know. I'm Tony Katz. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. 
ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. I have no idea what is with this tunnel thing. And I'm not talking about Hamas. I'm talking about in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. I'm Jewish, but I don't know everything that every Jew is doing every second of the day. I'm not in charge of that part of the telecommunications of my people. No, no, no. I I, I guard the vault every uh, other Tuesday and Thursday. And then on alternating weekends in September, I'm in control of the weather. But this is a story about a tunnel that was found under a synagogue going to a mikvah, which is a, a ritual bath. And people could use it for different reasons. Women uh, uh, use it. Um, and, and so it's it's not an everyday place, but in, in, in my world, right? How many often does mikvah come up? It's only come up once for me. My wife used one when she converted. Maybe you didn't know that. My wife converted, but we didn't actually have a mikvah in, in New Jersey where we got married. So we used the Atlantic Ocean, which is a crazy cool story. Uh, but they, they built this tunnel between the two buildings and then the police came and they're like what's this they're shutting down the tunnel and then uh the jews there the orthodox jews got angry and there was a riot 12 people got arrested i have like i have so much to read about this story to get an understanding of why they built the tunnel what's happening but i this is all i know about it i know nothing else except this is nutty i cannot wait to learn more this is tony katz today when an offer gets accepted and I was very happy to hear after we reached out uh, to the leader of the Democrats in uh, the House uh, Phil Giaquinta that his staff responded by saying absolutely uh, when Tony Katz Tony Katz today good to be with you Find everything at TonyCats.com. Become a supporter there. I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. It was a it was a statement that was made by the Indiana Democratic Party. And I want to make sure that I am clear about something I have been clear about. I want to make sure I say it again. There are individual Democrats in the General Assembly who I thought have engaged rational conversations and have had some interesting ideas. It's not that I always agree with them, but I always appreciate a rational conversation. There are people like Ed Delaney out of Indianapolis who I think are unserious as of late in engaging in rational conversation, although I've spoken to the man before. Then there are people like Carrie Hamilton, 
Now, I'm not saying I would agree with Carrie Hamilton on everything. But she, was a couple years ago, well, last year, this is last year because we had the special session. She's the one who wanted to eliminate the tax on diapers. That's a damn good idea. I don't care who you are. That's a good idea. You've got new moms, new parents. Why make their life more difficult? Make it a little bit easier. And so if you're taking it from that side, I'm cool with that. If you take it from, let's say, my conservative side, less taxes are always better. This got put forth in the regular session and it never went anywhere because Republicans didn't let it go anywhere. And I said, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Republicans should have been all over this. Carrie Hamilton, this is the best idea in the world. This is fantastic on terrific on wonderful this is great absolutely let's do this and hey here's 12 more things we should get rid of taxes on to make it easier for hoosier families let's go bipartisan we not a single vote against let's get this done we will have a signing celebration like you have never seen before it we're gonna have balloon animals it's gonna be terrific that didn't happen as a matter of fact what happened is it got stalled right it never moved forward and then in the special session that's when this idea got through i think this was a mistake from the republican party you didn't want to give her credit that's that's the wrong thing the right way to handle this politically is to say my gosh carrie hamilton Good on you, a Democrat who understands the importance of reducing taxes on working Hoosier families. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot wait to work with you on a dozen other subjects. Really, thank you for bucking so many in your party and recognizing that Hoosier families come first. Now I ask you guys, why couldn't the Republican Party of Indiana do that? Why Why not? By the way, I I wouldn't even need to be that political. Like, if I was governor and I saw that, I'd be like, we're doing that. Get it done. Something you don't see from from, from, from Governor Holcomb. At, at all, by the way. Not, not just not enough. At all. So, that was always maddening to me. That just give her the do and get it done. And then you could engage a little bit of spin, you know, just the way I, I, I did it. So when I saw this statement from the Indiana Democratic Party, it once again reminded me that there's a massive difference between the people who are in office and the party apparatchik. The party apparatchik, Mike Schmuel, uh, Sam Barloga, these people who, who, who run the party, they're the most virulent leftists there are. Uh, oh my gosh, today we remember January 6th and the horrific insurrection led by President Trump. Never been charged, never convicted, because you say it doesn't make it real. It's an absolute lie and a fraud against the American people. And the Indiana Democratic Party doesn't care. It's gross. You don't have to be gross. We don't have to be the rest of the country. We don't have to be MSNBC, Indiana Democratic Party. Could you just focus on Hoosiers and stop being jerks? It's madness. Drives me nuts. 
but they put out a statement on the House Democratic agenda. And in the agenda, they say House Democrats' economic freedom agenda includes policies that benefit Hoosier workers, such as raising the statewide minimum wage to $15 an hour and making union dues tax deductible. And I stopped cold. I said, I don't understand what I'm reading here. I have no idea where this comes from. How is economic freedom agenda first things first you're 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 taking uh from the uh from the political right right there just so we're all uh clear you're taking from the when you talk about economic freedom you're 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 taking from the political right then i read a little bit more and the story was over there uh, at wibc.com Again, with the headline, Democrats propose economic freedom for Hoosiers in legislative agenda. And it was a quote from Phil Giaquinta, who is the House Minority Leader there in the General Assembly. And he, he, the statement is, quote, when I look around the communities across Indiana, I don't see freedom. If we are honest with ourselves, we must admit most Hoosiers can't get ahead. In fact, the numbers tell us that most Hoosiers are fighting to stay afloat financially. They aren't able to save. And and so it continues with, let's deal with the ballooning property tax bills looming over homeowners' heads, and let's give them a homestead credit funded by state surplus dollars. Let's address housing and utility costs by cracking down on corporate greed. Let's also increase the renter deduction. With this, I said, I have some questions. And I immediately got uh, my, my producer, one of my producers, Carl, to, to reach out. And we, we've heard a response. and We're going to make this happen, a conversation. And I said then, what I, what I say now, what I want to have a conversation about. One of the things that seemingly Phil Giaquinta and House Democrats want to do with their economic freedom agenda is raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, I have a lot of questions about the renter deduction. I have a serious question about what's meant by cracking down on corporate greed. Let's address housing and utility costs by cracking down on corporate greed. I don't actually know what that means. Let's give people a homestead credited by the state surplus dollars because of property tax bills. Well, that's interesting. Let's see how that would work. What are the pluses? What are the minuses? Because all of us across the state are dealing with with this property tax issue and it has not been fun. Is this a workable plan? Let us discuss that as we should. Economic freedom is raising the minimum wage. Now, I'm, I'm letting people know my hand as I have this conversation because when we do speak, uh, with with the minority leader, Phil Giaquinta, this is going to come up. I would like an explanation of how that works. Economic freedom is $15 an hour. With all due respect, wouldn't economic freedom be $5,000 an hour? I mean, if, if, if we're having a conversation about what it would mean to not have any worries, is that what we mean by freedom, though? What is meant by economic freedom? Because it would seem to me 
to be a statement at odds with the policy prescription. Economic freedom does not, or cannot, I should say, entail telling employers they have to pay X. How is that freedom? Uh, I mean, this is the question that I'm going to ask, and I, and I want this to be uh, a, a worthy philosophical debate. How do you explain to Hoosiers that that's what freedom is when somebody has to pay it and it is not you, the lawmaker? It's the people. It's the business owners. So there is no freedom for them to be able to engage in negotiation and to pay what they believe is the proper wage based on market forces. It's being forced upon them. And what happens when in order to stay in business, they not only don't hire, but they fire two more people so they can afford to pay everybody else this wage and give them more work to do. Is that economic freedom? And if you say to me, Tony, that doesn't happen. Well, we would have to now talk to some business owners, wouldn't we? And then we would find out quite quickly, absolutely it happens. How do we think automation in fast food came on with such a rapidness. It's because it's a way of reducing labor cost. You want to talk about ways we've reduced labor cost. How about every time you have an issue with name, your a credit card company, a bank or somebody else, you have to call a system where you only get to speak to a machine. You don't get to talk to people. If you have a problem with Facebook, there is no customer service for you to call. If you had a problem with Google, do you get to talk to anybody? You actually get to talk to a person? You don't get to talk to a person. The, the, these things are done to reduce costs. And it's also done to keep uh, you, the end user, at arm's length and just deal with what they tell you. But it, 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 is, it is clear and obvious that it is done as a cost-reducing measure. I want to know how that brings us economic freedom. Now, other things that uh, uh, the leader, Gia Quinto, wants to do is expand, uh, enact and expand access to universal pre-K, which uh, he believes would help with with literacy. Fine conversation. So I'm looking forward uh, to it. But when I saw this economic freedom agenda and then raising the minimum wage and also as as was, was, was stated, the idea, here it is in, the, in their press release, um, that they would want to make union dues tax deductible. I would like to make cigars tax deductible. I'm, I'm a man who smokes cigars. I review cigars. I would like to make bourbon tax deductible. You know what? Rye is Indiana's drink. Let's make rye whiskey tax deductible. Why not? Once we start engaging the conversation of tax deductions, why is it only for this specific purpose? To help out union membership? Uh, Allow me to ask the question, a question I will ask. Uh, uh, I certainly hope to get to. Does unionization mean economic freedom? All I'm asking is, is for an understanding of what it is that's really being said, and yeah, to to, to show your work. 
explain it. Explain how that betters the 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 average or non-average who's your family. How that makes Indiana a better place. To their credit, they responded quickly. They responded uh, professionally. Um, do you, and then they asked, uh, "What day would would be good uh, to appear on the show?" And we sent some 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 time, some days, and 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 hope it all comes uh, together. The general assembly session is, is a shorter session this this term, but is nonetheless important. And it is true that with less and less local news outlets, there's less and less coverage of what they do. And the coverage is necessary. They have to see that we're watching and that keeps uh, them on the up and up and really keeps them away from the temptation of saying, how do I get a pork product project for myself and for my town, et cetera, and just spend the people's money. Really important. And I think that we should be having these conversations very out loud and with a bit of decency, with a bit of respect or a lot of decency and a lot of respect. So hopefully it all come together. And when it does, we'll bring it to you. This is Tony Katz today. In fact, the majority of all migrants encountered at the Southwest border throughout this administration have been removed, returned, or expelled, a majority of them. We are doing everything we can within a broken system to incentivize non-citizens to use lawful pathways, to impose consequences on those who do not, and to reduce irregular migration. That is Secretary Mayorkas, and that's just nonsense. You are not doing everything you can. And you keep saying broken system. We get it. Lots to do on the immigration front. But stop telling us you're doing everything you can. That's simply untrue. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. And then to tell the American people this. The high number of migrants we have encountered at our southern border is a challenge that is not unique to the United States. Countries throughout our hemisphere, in fact, throughout the world, are experiencing an unprecedented number of displaced people fleeing poverty, authoritarian regimes, homes destroyed by extreme weather events, corruption, and violence. With all due respect, you have an open sign. And no one cares what's happening in other nations. As a matter of fact, we should learn from other nations not to do this. They're having a hard time in the UK, hard time in Germany. Poland and Hungary, less so. We should be learning lessons. Instead, we give people a slip of paper that says, hey, you don't have to see a judge for another four and a half years. Have a nice day. You're in the country now. I'd put an end to asylum. I'd put an end to it. The NGOs that teach people to lie, I would charge them with treason. And until this border is secure with policy and technology, shut it down. We're not safe. Remember that when you vote. Doesn't matter who the left runs. 
They can't keep the country safe because they don't want to. Now, all we have to do is force the political right to move forward on policy. Yeah, just that easy. Find everything at TonyCats.com tomorrow, everyone. Take care.